Hi, welcome back to Dating Funnies. Hope you're having a great week. So, I've got a story to tell you and a question to ask. See if you can help me out here. So, a friend of mine who I know and known for quite some time, 50s, she's divorced. And we chat and connect on a regular basis. And it seems like every week, every other week, she's always bringing me some kind of treat, whether it's a cookie or a piece of cake, some dessert item, some food item. And every time she does that, she leaves a little note for me when she drops it off. It has my name on it, and then she always says, quote-unquote, eat me. Which I find is kind of interesting, considering she could say, enjoy, but instead it's always, eat me. So... She did it again this morning and dropped off a really nice fancy cookie thing. And on the package it said, eat me. And so I wrote on the package because she had to go to her car to come back. And I just wrote on the package so she could see it. And I just put a smiley face on it and put yummy. Thinking maybe I could flirt back with her and see what she does. And it just seems odd to me that she would use that phrase, eat me. What do you think? You know, it's, it, am I thinking too much about this? She's a cute lady in her, in her mid-50s, divorced, no kids. You know, it might be yummy. I don't know. So now let me tell you about a quick little story of a lady that I dated a couple of years ago. I think I've even chatted about her in one of my podcasts. I can't remember, but I think I did, where we're seeing each other, and then something happened at the place that she's living at, and then she just up and disappeared. And I find out like two months later that she just up and moved to Redmond, Oregon without telling me. Now, it was interesting when we were dating, she didn't want any of her friends or family or the people she's living with to know that we were seeing each other. Her claim has always been, well, my private life life is my private life. She's not afraid to meet in public, but she'd prefer to just come over and have fun. She's in her mid to late 50s so it's not like it's she's a teenager got to keep her try to put in perspective in terms of how old she is and she's got no kids and she's not married well what i'm told then so fast forward about a month or so ago i hear from her again all of a sudden i see a text on my phone like whoa what's this so we get to chatting some more now she lives two hours away from me and of course to me that's just too far so but nonetheless i was intrigued i wanted to know more we got the flirting back and forth and then you know, I tried to set up some times and days in which to meet her, and she always had this excuse or the next. I said, look, you're two hours away. I'd be more than happy to come over early and we meet at a park or whatever, kind of hang out. Oh, no, I don't, I don't feel comfortable peeping, people knowing my private life. So normally when someone does that, there's something else going on. Is she married? Is she seeing somebody? Am I ugly? She doesn't want anybody to, in her family to see me. So I thought, okay, fine, I'll meet you halfway. Uh, so we met halfway for coffee. And then, you know, after meeting her, I was like, well, I don't know. She said a couple things that kind of set me back. And, of course, in my head, I'm thinking, why would I invest time and energy on this person when something's going to happen? They're just going to disappear. So I kind of disappeared for a while. I thought, you know, uh, I just, I don't know. So we re- reconnected again after I laid low for about a month. She's telling me how excited she is. She'd like to see me again. But she's really busy with work, and now she's got this new business opportunity that she'll know more about in a week or two. So a couple weeks go by, and I hear from her, and she says, yes, my business opportunity came. I have to go to Arizona. 
Oh, good for you. How long are you going to be down there? Well, I'll be down there for 60 days. And then I come home for two weeks and I go down there again for another 60 days. Seriously? So once again, it's just like, what the heck is going on, right? And I don't know if she remembers or not, but I own a home down in Phoenix. I could fly down there. Yeah, but I'm thinking, why would I Why would I spend the time, energy, and money on going down there if all I'm going to do is get this little dance going on? I'm almost tempted to do so just to say, hey, how are you? How's the project? What are you doing? You want to get together for a cup of coffee? I'm here in Phoenix, and I'm almost certain I'll hear the same excuse. Well, I don't, I can't meet you. I got friends and family, blah, 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 blah. So what would you guys do? You know, the weather's turning here in Seattle. Maybe I should go to Phoenix. Go down there and hang out by the pool and go play golf every day. I don't. Anyway, going forward, I'm still not on any dating apps. I'm kind of put profiles back up but I don't want to pay for any of that stuff because to me I, I feel like the dating app platforms are just taking my money and no one ever responds and I get we're dealing with COVID and but people could still respond and email and maybe set up something where we have communication and go do social distancing coffee but I don't know it just seems it's starting to really bug me is it bugging you folks this online dating I saw that there's another app out there called Hinge. I looked into that. Anyone had any success on Hinge? To me, the process of setting up the platform seems to be more challenging than I'm accustomed to. You know, I do get my fair share of fake responses on Bumble and what's the Tinder, but neither one's really generated any any good interest for me. I think Tinder's more designed for people that are 20, 30, and 40, not us older folks. And Bumble. We talked about this before, too. Bumble just, just doesn't work for older people because older women expect men to pursue them. And yet I can't pursue anybody until I hear from them first because they have to start the conversation. That's how Bumble works. I'd be curious to know, if you would please share with me, what are the dating platforms that will work best for you folks? Has it been matched? Has it been Perfect Match, eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid? I mean, I'm also open to alternative lifestyle-type dating sites. Which ones work for everyone? I don't want to spend money on stuff that isn't going to work. I'm trying to figure out what to do next. And I don't know, are you guys bored sitting at home? I mean, depending on which state you're at. We're starting to open up a little bit here in the Washington area, but not much. And I've heard stories in California, you guys are still pretty much locked in. And Oregon, the same. Arizona's more open. I'd be curious to hear more about what you're experiencing in those states, wherever they are. I've got listeners in Florida, I've got listeners in Idaho, and listeners, you know, in Oregon for sure. But I'd really like to hear uh, how are you folks overcoming the, this soft isolation? this uh, objection of meeting and trying to date people. And then if you are dating someone, are you even having sex? How do you, how do you overcome that? Do you wear a mask when you have sex? Might get in the way. I'm curious. Anyway, just a kind of a short little thing this week. I don't really have too much more. I haven't heard from anyone from talk five matchmaking, but then again, I could go a month before all of a sudden they reach out to me and say they might have somebody they want me to meet again. I don't hold my breath for that situation either. Again, hope you and your family and friends are all doing well. Just wanted to throw you out a quick little podcast uh, for this week and hopes 
that you can help me with my dilemma, especially the one with eat me, always on these little treats. Have an awesome week and weekend. I look forward to chatting more. This is Dating Funnies. I'm at D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com.